Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Caring Connected Conversations, the podcast with Sid and Ange. This is Sid. I almost said I was Ange. <laughs> That's funny. This That's is awesome. Sid. <laughs> this is Sid chatting at you. Uh, I'm really just in a great mood. If you can't tell, these like energetic high vibes are just coming at you. The dogs are barking. All the things are happening. <laughs> I'm so excited for today's conversation. We are going to be jumping into Angie's expertise as a physical wellness trainer, nutrition coach, all of the things. And today specifically, we're talking about our eating habits and yo-yo dieting. And Angie's going to be bringing in something that I have no idea about. So I'm excited to learn why this topic in general is important. But before we jump into it, let me introduce my co-host, Welcome to Caring Connected Conversations. I'm Sydney, a spiritual mentor who guides and supports you to live in alignment by finding and owning your power. I'm Angie, a fitness and life coach, teaching you to love yourself unconditionally by staying accountable to your goals in fitness, food, life, and love. Sid and I are real-life BFFs and biz partners. Our deepest desire is to see you succeed in life by being willing and vulnerable to step out of your comfort zone. We're constantly learning from each other while also providing support through every breakdown and every breakthrough. Not every conversation is easy. It's the difficult ones that lead you to create deeper connections in your life. We want to inspire and empower you to love your life. So get ready for conversations filled with laughter, tears, and everything in between. Let's get connecting. Angie, how's it going? How are you doing? Hey girl, hey! I am doing so great. I'm also in the high vibes. I love it how we can feed off of each other because even the dogs are feeding off of our energy. Let's be real. So yeah, I, I'm doing so well today. And also... um. Just to add into why I'm feeling so great, I did something for me this morning. I went for a two-hour mountain bike ride. Oh, it was so much fun. Like, the leaves are starting to turn. Not quite yet. But, oh man, oh man. Fall is coming, and I'm so here for it. So yeah, that's also where the good vibes are coming from. (laughs) So great. I love biking. It is my favorite activity ever. So I'm always here for chatting about biking. But that is not what we're here talking about today. So let's Mm -hmm. jump into the topic. Uh, We're going to be talking about the importance of macros and what that means. Like I said earlier, I have no idea what that means. So I want to start things off with a question and uh, to kind of understand why you're wanting to bring this topic forward for us today. So can you explain why yo-yo dieting is bad and the effects that it has on our lives? A thousand percent. And I'm so glad that you started off with this question. (laughs) Okay. So let me kind of paint you guys a picture before I go ahead and jump right into it. Because sometimes when you hear the word macro or diet, immediately we cringe, right? Because we think like, oh no, restrictions. We can't have this, can't have that. I'm going to just, like I said, paint this picture for you guys. So ever heard this term, you are what you eat? Okay. I'm going to like- Yeah. Okay. I I had a thing. I had a feeling so, but I'm going to wait. Fully... Side note. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to jump in because I just had a memory pop up. That's kind of funny. I was in a movie when I was really young and it was a movie that um, one of the producers was like uh, the, the person who ran the church that my family was a part of. 
which is also kind of another funny story that we were a part of a church when I was really young. Anyways, um, so I was in this movie and I had like a couple of lines and we were eating like these Twinkie kind of things. And the guy that like the main character that I was interacting with as I think I was like six or something, I, I he offered me a Twinkie and they were called a dum dum bell or something. Anyways, I can't remember all of it, but he said in the movie, you are what you eat. And I repeated it back to him. <laughs> it's funny that you said that because it made me think of that memory. And oh, that's totally awesome. Total tangent. Total tangent there. <laughs> I love it. You are what you eat. Twinkies. <laughs> what did you call them? Dum dums? <laughs> yeah, I forget what they were called. Like a dum dum bell or, or I can't remember, but it was some weird name. Oh, that's funny. So good. You had to name it twice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. Well, in actualness <laughs> of becoming what you eat, this is where macros come from. Okay. Macros are and micro. So there's something called macronutrients and micronutrients. And it's in everything that we eat. So why it's so important to understand what macros are so that you prevent the whole yo-yo dieting is to understand what you're putting inside of your body in order for it to then create some sort of response, aka the yo-yo dieting. So if you're looking at something like a piece of pizza, for example, first of all, it's my favorite. I love pizza. <laughs> pizza I had it for breakfast. Yes, so good. So pizza, what is in a pizza? Well, there's obviously some micronutrients and there's obviously some macronutrients. Now there's only three macronutrients, which is super easy for us to be mindful of. It's your carbohydrates, your fats, and your protein. So when you're looking at a piece of pizza, rather than looking at it as it's good for you, it's bad for you. I like to approach it from, well, what's in it? Because is it in a line with what I need to be eating for whatever my goals are? And again, we'll get into that in just a sec, but understanding that there's a certain portion of it that's going to be a carbohydrate, a certain portion that's going to be a protein, another component that's going to be a fat. So if we're eating pizza for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, are we going to hit all of our targets within a day? Probably not. So understanding again, what that food is, is the baseline of why it's important, what macros are. So that way you don't get into the whole yo-yo dieting. So I know that was like a quick little explanation, but I wanted to kind of start off with that because I think that's a the great place to be. Yeah, no, I think that that un understanding what a macro is, is good. Cause I, like I said, I, I didn't know what a macro was. So now that I understand what it is in regards to my food, I think that that's great to know. Um, and, and what you said about pizza you know, rather than looking at it as something that's bad or a different kind of food as something that's good, but actually getting deeper into what, what is in it, what is it made of and how are each of those things good for you or not, I think is great, um, to understand. I just want to touch base back on the question that I did already ask. Um, it just to, so I can better understand, you know, in this yo-yo dieting world, if I'm not focused on macros or I have no idea what macros are, so that's not even part of my conversation yet, what kind of effects does the yo-yo dieting have on me? Like, what, like how am I going to see, like, I don't want to say why do I need to pay attention to macros, but 
if I'm not paying attention to macros and that's not even a part of my conversation, what kind of problem am I experiencing in my day-to-day life with this concept of yo-yo dieting? Love it. Okay. So if you're not under, if you're not sure what yo-yo dieting is, it's this term that we use loosely when you jump from diet to diet, because unfortunately as women, we like the next best thing. We want the quickest thing. We want the fastest way possible to have us lose weight, gain weight, keep our weight, whatever it is. So when we jump from these diets and let's say you're on a shake diet, okay, you're supposed to have two shakes a day and then a salad, and then you lose all this weight and then you get off the diet and then all of a sudden the weight comes back on. So you're like, oh, that diet didn't work. Let me try the paleo diet. I'm just going to eat chicken and veggies. And then You lose a bunch of weight, the weight that you had already lost, but then you finish the diet and then you gain it back. It's constantly jumping from place to place and you're not really creating any sort of sustainability. All you're doing is Mm -hmm. losing weight, gaining it, losing weight and gaining it. That's what the yo-yo diet or the yo-yo effect comes from, from dieting. So why is it bad? Well, you're constantly losing weight. You're constantly gaining weight. I'm coming from a place of let's create a sustainable lifestyle so that way we're always feeling good in our skin. You're not constantly needing to lose weight because you gained it, because you then lost it, because you gained it. Like, I just want to hit hit it right nip in the bud. So macros might seem super scary because you're like, oh, that means I have to track food. Well, not yes and no. You want to track it so you can understand, again, what it is that you're eating. If you don't know what you're eating and you're constantly going from diet to diet, you're going to be constantly living in this yo-yo effect. And eventually over time, when you gain weight and lose weight so often, it actually starts affecting your hormones. And talking about us ladies, if we have any sort of hormonal issues growing up, like as we're getting older, our body changes, right? So that means that we're also creating like a a negative effect on our hormones as we keep consistently changing. Okay. That makes so much sense. And I love how you explained that, that concept of like losing the weight and then finishing the diet and then gaining the weight back and and having that perception that, oh, well, then the diet didn't work. And really, if we look at it from a broader perspective, the diet did work. It did Mm -hmm. what you wanted it to do, but it's not sustainable because when we don't have, when things aren't in moderation and we're eating to be quote unquote, healthy rather than nutritious um, eating, there's, we end up having that mental aspect that I think really blocks us in our lives, right? We're working towards an end result, but your weight is not an end result. It's not like you one day get to a point you're like, okay, I'm at the perfect weight. Now I'm good. It's like, you got to continuously take care of your body. So I love how you explained that up and down versus sustainability. You kind of answered this question already in what you just said, um, but I just want to kind of bring it forward and see if there's maybe like a quick couple of sentence or something that really helps us to um, bring a little bit more clarity into this. So when I was kind of preparing for today's conversation, I was thinking about all the different body types. Like there's so many different body types in the world and health challenges that people could have. My cousin has diabetes, so I know that that's something that she experiences. I I don't know all of the health challenges, but I know that there are different ones. And oftentimes people in their eating journey can say like, well, I can't do that diet. It won't work for me because of my body type or this health challenge that I'm experiencing. 
So in taking that in, all the different body types and health challenges that people could have, how does understanding macros support someone's journey of wellness with nutrition? I love this question. Yes. Okay. So again, under so macros to me is, I like to see it as like the science of understanding what you're eating. Okay. So let's say, let's put this into another, um, I'll give you an example. So let's say you've been overweight for most of your life. You've always had difficulty in losing weight. So all these diets seem to work, but then again, you gain the weight back super quick as soon as you're done from a diet. Sometimes, not sorry, not sometimes, all the time, (laughs) when you go from a heavier weight to then a lighter weight, what happens is your body becomes so accustomed and so used to carbohydrates and it latches on it and immediately it helps you I say help. (laughs) This is what happens scientifically, but it makes you gain weight. Okay. So if you are somebody that's been overweight for most of your life, and then now you're trying to lose all this weight, it's important to understand that you're not someone that wants 50% macro or or sorry, 50% carbohydrates as their macro percentage in their diet. So if you're looking at your macros, you're trying to figure out, okay, well, what can I eat to, to be more sustainable? Well, you need to stay away from high carbohydrate food. So if you're not understanding where the carbohydrates are coming from and you're you're needing to focus more on the fats and the proteins, for example, if you don't know what's in that piece of pizza, what's in the pasta, and you're just constantly eating it outside of your diet, then you're not really taking benefit from whatever the diet had you do in the first place, which yes, it's to lose weight, but how can you keep losing weight? How can you create the sustainability in your life? So um mm. Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense. And I love the example that you share because it really helps us to kind of understand the idea behind macros is not, and this is my assumption. So please correct me if I'm long, wrong um, from what you've explained. The idea of macros is not eat this, this, and this, but don't eat this. It's who are you? What is your goal? What is your body type? What is your lifestyle? Okay, how can we create something with this? I was going to say concept, but it's not even a concept. But with the the scientific, the science, the science. Oh, I can't speak. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's okay, you and me both, girl. <laughs> with the science behind macros and understanding carbs, fats, and what was the third one? Protein. Proteins. Yes. With understanding those three, how can I create uh, a sustainable? practice a sustainable, uh, what I don't want to call it a diet, but a sustainable lifestyle in my nutrition that works Mm -hmm. for me and works for my body. So it's something that's, yeah, depending on who you are, you can find out what works for you. Exactly. And it's not to say that you're Because normally when you hear the term macros in the diet world, it means we're counting everything that we're eating. Now, that is technically true to a certain extent, but I'm somebody that used to count and weigh all my food. I no longer do that anymore. But I think it's very, very important for any person to do this, for them to understand how much of what they're putting inside of their body. Hence the term, you are what you eat. Because if you're not focused on how much or what you're putting into you and you're now focusing on the stress of the weight gain or the weight loss or whatever 
thing is happening to your body that you don't want it to have. Well, if you're not focusing on the fuel that you're giving yourself, then how the heck are you supposed to be able to stay on track or keep on track or constantly stay in this place of maintenance? If you're constantly going up and down that yo-yo effect, we're, we're needing to create sustainability. But again, if we're not understanding what we're doing at a baseline from just picking the food up from our plate and putting it into our mouth and what is going in inside of us, it's going to be so much harder for us to create some sort of sustainability. Now, that's not to say that um, going on a dot, like a said diet or a program is bad. Again, why are you going on this program? Why are you going on this diet? Well, it's in order for me to learn what I'm eating. So that way I can then get off of this diet and start incorporating things more intuitively. Okay. I understand that, you know, eggs in the morning, they have fat and they also have protein. If I wanted to not have an egg the next morning, well, then maybe I would have a little piece of toast and some turkey bacon. You're still getting the same results, but just from a different food. And you're understanding what foods are in order for you to be eating it more intuitively. I really like how you explain that because it, it, it all of a sudden my mind started turning on this concept of diet and kind of the way that it seems like you're explaining it with what you said, you know, a diet's not bad. It made me think of, you know, what I do as a living and what you do as a living and living as in like our careers, what we do for a job. <clears throat> and it made me a kind of think more of a diet as, uh, an education program. Like this is an education program for you to, I don't want to say strict, but be more structured in how you're using food to fuel you. And when the diet ends, whether it's a four week program, three month program, year long program, right? Like I offer six month programs uh, in my line of work or, or year long programs. And I know with your line of work, you like to offer longer term programs as well. So it's like, it gives you that time to gain the education and the understanding and to build that sustainability with accountability. And then as you end that educational program on nutrition, you can start living more intuitively because you have the information to back you up that's turned into knowledge you carry. And maybe it's not as structured as it was in the diet, I'm putting air quotes, um, or food program. It's more, I understand how to eat for my body in a healthy and nutritious way and how to fuel myself so I can eat more intuitively because I went through that education program on food. Does that make sense? A thousand percent. And it's also, well, just with, with us women, we, we have so many things going on. So like hormones, a hundred percent play into it. But that being said, with our hormones playing into it, it plays into our weight gain. So if we're constantly, let's just say, for example, eating dairy and anything that's low sugar, because we're trying to just better our health or, or whatever the reason is, there's a lot of things that us women don't know that actually is negative to, to how our body reacts to the food. So it's also opening your eyes up from, let's say you have coffee every single morning with milk, okay? And you're constantly bloated. You don't feel good. You're having improper bowel movements. Sorry if it's TMI, but let's be real. We all do it. <laughs> totally. Um, but if you're not understanding that the dairy is actually having some sort of effect internally and what the effect is happening to you and you keep having the dairy, you're constantly going to be living 
in a state of inflammation and a state of bloating and you're never going to lose those last 10 pounds. So it's actually diving in a little bit deeper. And, and what I explained about the dairy component of it, in, in my opinion, that would kind of go in the micronutrients because macros are obviously the main component of the nutrients that you're eating, but there's also micronutrients like fiber, sodium, iron, sugars, again, for example. And if you're not, again, understanding how those micronutrients are then affecting from like a, a hormonal level, it's going to be so much more challenging for you to get to wherever you're wanting to go, whether it's gain weight or lose weight. So it, it really is how you were explaining, like getting that baseline from however long the program is, if that's of course you're wanting what you're wanting to learn, but it's so much more than that because you get that baseline, but you also are now creating your own level of sustainability that's in a version that's 100% for you. So yeah. you're you're gaining all this knowledge, but you're also implementing it in a way that works for you because let's say you do like milk and your coffee every single morning. Well, why would you get rid of it? Well, let's see if we can change it or still create something similar. And again, just based off of your lifestyle and what you like versus don't like. Yeah, I, I really like that because I think a lot of diets that are marketed out in the world is like, so structured and strict in the way of like, you have to live by these rules. And, uh, and I think in even just outside of nutrition in all aspects of life, you know, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual wellness, we're taught because this is the way that you should live. And ultimately that should, again, air quotes, it, it doesn't fit everyone. And what we end up doing is we end up prioritizing somebody else's version of success and how they got there rather than our own. So it sounds like macros, learning macros and micros and, and what that means for you and what you eat, what you're really doing is you're learning about your body and what is the best way to fuel your body. So in saying that, I want our listeners to be able to walk away being able to take this information and maybe start to apply it in their life, or maybe to be able to dig a little bit deeper. I'm sure that they could set up a call with you and possibly work with you one-on-one -on -one, um, to really hone in their nutrition program for themselves personally. Uh, but just for all of our listeners, like, what do you want them to know about macros and their nutrition journey and maybe how they can start applying this information? I love it. This is something, well, the first this is the first step of it all. But I think this is honestly the hardest step of it all is actually doing it is tracking your food for two weeks. I know that sounds tedious and maybe simple for some, but I'll be honest, it's quite challenging because you'll be surprised how many times throughout the day you're going to want to grab a couple chips from that chip bag or get down into the fridge and just grab a couple nibbles from here and there especially if you're not somebody that has any sort of idea of what dieting looks like for you. So tracking your food, again, on a two-week basis helps you understand not only how much of what you're eating, but what you're currently eating. And it also helps whoever you're then seeking um, professional advice from to help give you a little bit more clarity in terms of what your lifestyle looks like. Okay, so let's say you have a general food group or a general Maybe you're like a texture person even, and you just, you have to stay away from certain foods because of whatever reason, it helps that person also gain a little bit more clarity on what you like to eat. So that way, when there's a food program or a food understanding that goes around, um, that's personalized for you, then it's easier for you to, uh, or for them to, to make decisions on that. So again, tracking your food is super key. 
in that. And then as you're tracking your food, you also want to track your water intake because funny enough, we don't drink enough water. And ladies, we also don't eat enough protein. I'm just going to throw it out there. (laughs) We do not. So tracking your food is super key, but tracking your water too. And if you're not someone that's tracking your, that's wanting to track your water, then try to drink two to four liters. You'll notice a huge difference in that. So tracking your food, increasing your water intake um, is two, two great things. Now, if you're wanting to do this, like on your own, like obviously just pull up a quick Google search and how to track my macros, or, you know, you can easily do that. And if you are someone that's wanting to, to do this on your own, then I would say, okay, put it into an actual macro tracker for you to see exactly of how much you're eating and when you're eating it. Cause you can also see where your habits lie from there. So I would do nothing more than again, just tracking and putting in those numbers. And then of course, increasing your water intake, just so you can see a little bit more clearly in terms of what you're doing now intentionally versus what you were doing before. And you'll notice some huge differences in what you're eating. I love that. I think it really kind of brings us back into this concept of awareness, which is something that I always talk about, like being aware of the choices that you're making and and how you're living on a day-to-day basis. And when that comes to your nutrition journey, if if you're wanting to make something that's sustainable, you don't want to have to make all these drastic changes because then it's not sustainable. So actually knowing how you eat today, right now, and what you consistently do is going to help you to make subtle changes to make sure that you're doing the best for you. So I know a lot of people are, are pressured for time in life. And a lot of people aren't willing to learn new things because they're like, I don't have the time. I don't have the time to do this. I think you gave some great tips for people who have the time and want to move forward in doing this on their own. But what if there's somebody out there is like, I don't have the time to do this. And I want someone to just tell me, I want, I want someone to just tell me what to do and, and, and to make it easier for me. Is that something that you offer if people are looking for? kind of that support or that accountability in, in working through their nutrition? I'm going to be super blunt when I say this. No. The reason why I'm saying that is because if you are not taking the time to just be willing to learn, it's going to be so much harder for you to get out of that yo-yo dieting. And no matter what I tell you or what, no matter what I show you and and, and yeah, tell you what to do, it's just going to come back to that. And I'm here to cut that yo-yo dieting. Like, I don't know about you, but I've been in a position where I did lose a lot of weight and then I gained a lot of weight and in a very short amount of time. So I get it from what it feels like going through that is very frustrating, definitely lowers your self-esteem. And if you're wanting to get out of that, then why are you consistently looking for a quick fix because eventually if you're keep looking for those quick fixes because you don't have time and you keep saying you don't have time you're going to get to a certain point in your life where your hormones are going to be completely out of whack you may or may not develop some thyroid problems and then you're going to be now wasting a little bit more time in and out of specialist offices trying to figure out the root cause of that thyroid problem and where does thyroid come from it comes from the regulation of the macronutrients from what you're eating so yeah, I, I hate to say it super 
point in blank that no, please don't come to me if you're looking for a quick fix, but I'm here to help you learn to create sustainability because I want you to create a positive change in your lifestyle without going back into feeling super sluggish and feeling like you're falling off that bad wagon. I want to cut those ties right in the bud and get you going to feeling great. Yes. I love that so much because I think it really shows that like we need to have this willingness to create a change. Nothing happens at the flip of a switch and, and, and nothing's going to change if you're wanting somebody else to, to make that change for you. Right. So it sounds like if somebody's wanting to learn and they're wanting to learn on their own and they're wanting to go through the I'm going to say difficulties of finding the information online, searching it out, figuring out how to apply it, do it on their own. If someone's wanting to learn, but they don't want to go through the challenges of having to find the information and learning how to apply it, they want someone to walk along with them on the path of creating a better nutrition program for themselves. That is something that you're available for. A thousand percent. I am your gal, 1000% hands down. So yeah. Definitely. I love it. (laughs) Yes. I love it so much. Thank you so much, Ange, for really kind of breaking it down this, the concept of macros and why it's important and how it can help us to break away from that yo-yo dieting lifestyle that so many of us find ourselves in. As we kind of wrap up, is there any last words of advice that you want to offer to anyone that's listening? You are what you eat. So if you're conscious of what you're eating, you'll be a lot more focused on what your end result is. So start. You got to start somewhere. I started somewhere. So just start, whether it's just tracking, whether it's just increasing your water, start somewhere because you are always going to be what you eat. So why not be something amazing? That feels great. That is a perfect way to wrap it up. Really being conscious about what you're putting into your body really gives you that sense of consciousness on how you're showing up in your life. So I love that. So beautiful. I want to thank everyone for being here and joining us in today's conversation, learning about the importance of macros and this idea that you are what you eat and why it's important to pay attention to that kind of stuff. Again, thank you, Ange, for sharing your expertise. As we close out, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a teaser. Next week, we are showing up and I am sharing my expertise as a spiritual mentor and an emotional wellness coach. We are actually going to be talking about people-pleasing. So if you have people-pleasing tendencies, I want to tell you people-pleasing is actually bad and it's not good for your life, and it's blocking you from the growth that you desire. So if you're interested in that topic, stay tuned for next week. As for now, we are going to send you so much love, and we are going to leave you with the wisdom that Angie just shared. Don't forget, all of our links are below if you want to connect with Angie and you want to work on your nutrition journey. She is ready to guide and support you in that process. So check her out at the links in the description of this episode. We are sending you guys so much love and light and we will chat at you next week. Bye everyone.